This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news. Hi, I'm Sheila Stovall. And I'm Mariah. Thanks for joining us today for Among the Stacks. Well, I'm really excited. This is the Friday before fall break. So, Mariah, do you have any fun plans for fall break? I actually took a week's vacation next week. Um, my daughter is a sophomore, so I'm I'm trying to spend as much time with her before she realizes that she's free and starts <laughs> doing her own stuff. Well, that's- so we're actually going to Cincinnati for three days. I've never been to Cincinnati. Oh, I've been, but it's been years ago, but yeah. I can't remember. My- well, <laughs> my fiance is a huge Fiona the Hippo fan. And she's at the Cincinnati Zoo. And as a kid, his family would go up there quite a bit and they'd go to Kings Island and things like that. So we're going to go up and we're going to go to the zoo and we're going to go to the aquarium. And we made sure we got a hotel where my daughter and her best friend, she's going to go with us. We've got a pool. And we're just going to have a few days away from home and just kind of chill out. Well, I'm really excited for you that you're going to get to have time with your teenager because these days will fly by. And so that's great. Well, yes. uh, today we're going to talk about fall reading. So the weather's yes. supposed to turn cold this, you know, in the next few days. So it might be time to do chili or things like that. Yes. So well, I'll tell our readers about something that I tried recently. The library subscribed to Hoopla. And so if you don't know what Hoopla is, it's a digital media service where you can watch television shows like uh, some of the British shows, but also in Hoopla is something called Craftsy, which is C-R-A-F-T-S-Y. So I checked out 25 essential baking techniques. Mm. And guess what I baked? I don't know. My first ever wheat loaf of re- wheat bread. Yum. I love good. fresh. <laughs> I am pleasantly surprised at how good it turned out because this is my first time baking like that. And I've made biscuits and cornbread all my life, but I've never done any sort of baking that involves yeast. Uh, yes. But it did take, you're going to laugh. Over three hours for one loaf of bread. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you no, had no. to, um, you know, you had to mix it together and let it ri- yeah, and rise and then beat it down. You didn't use a beater either. You used your wooden spoon. This is true. I'm under these, like, my for years, my mother-in-law wanted to give me a KitchenAid mixer. But, you know, I'm not a big kitchen person. And so I'm like, oh, that would just take up too much space by counter. So I just had my wooden spoon and a big bowl and I (laughs) stirred for 10 minutes and then it rose for 45 minutes and then I beat it down and I worked it for 10 minutes. I went exactly by the recipe though. It said, and so, and then I had to let it rise again and then I had to (laughs) bake it for 45 minutes. And I'll tell you when I knocked on it, it was sort of like, It sounded like a brick. And so I took it out five minutes early and it actually ended up being delicious, but it could have used uh, like five more minutes. The bottom, it wasn't soggy, but it could have been a little bit browner. So I'm going to try that again. So folks, uh, check out Hoopla with your library card. And there's just all sorts of wonderful programs there that you can watch, including comic books. But of course, for that has eBooks, but Overdrive or Libby. It's yeah. still my favorite app for our audio books or digital ebooks. So, okay. 
Well, what about you? What are you reading right now? Okay, so it's still murder and mayhem in my world. Um, <laughs> you were Karen's talking about l- someone this morning that the morticianer did it. Yes, <laughs> I'm. T- I'm going to tell you right now, Karen Slaughter is my long lost twin sister. Like oh, we are oh. Siamese twins at the soul. I wonder she, if she knows that. What she would think about that? <laughs> she would probably write a book about it. Um, <laughs> there's this series. It's the Will Trent series, and and what I like most about Will Trent is he's dyslexic, but he hasn't let it stop him. And he grew up in foster care. He was severely abused as a child. Aww. He never learned to really have good, positive, healthy connections with humans because, you know, people just always just treated him poorly. But he did, and and he always thought he was just stupid. He looked at his dyslexia when he was younger as an impediment, like there was something wrong with him. Oh no! And as he got, yeah, and as he got older, he learned how to use color coding. Um, instead of writing in a notebook, he would record, and then he, you know, learned how to hook up the computer programs that convert that, and just really learn to adapt in the world that he was put in. And there's so far 10 books in the series. And I finished the last one last night and I just sat on my couch. I was by myself and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, I made it through. And it was, I would finish one and immediately start the next because I had to know what was going on in his life. Wow. I don't so, know that yeah. I've ever read 10 books of one series, right? Yes, right back it, to back. Back to back and she promised because there's like um author's note at the end and she promised that there was more books to come in in will's life so i'm super excited but i am i am ready for a break because this has been a two-month journey for me wow i don't know yeah. that i have, could read the same author for that <laughs> long but well i was starting and with all authors, there were certain phrases, a certain th- ways she would say things. And and I was kind of already in my brain jump into that. So I, I am going to take a little bitty break. Delonda suggested another book the other day. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this. And of course, it's another murder mystery. But uh but I am, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next world. Oh trend. my goodness. <laughs> well, if you don't like Delonda's book, now I have not read this, this book, but this okay. is like, to me, like I am so anticipating Anthony Doerr's new book because my, one of my all time favorite books ever, ever written or read other than the Bible is <laughs> all the light you cannot see. And okay. I just feel, fell in love with so if you've not read that book you should read it and so okay it it takes place in nazi occupied uh paris and germany and it is told from this perspective of children and it the writing is beautiful so you have an orphan who is werner and then you also have a little blind girl marie and it's Oh, it's just so good. And so, I mean, that's the only book that I know of he's written. And then it's taken him 10 years. And, but now he actually won the Pulitzer Prize for All the Light You Can Really? See. Yep. 
And so this new book is called Cloud Cuckoo Land. And it comes out okay. here in just a couple of days and I'm on hold for it. So the, <laughs> the minute it comes out, this is the advantage of being the librarian is right. I've already, when I ordered that book, I put myself on hold for it, So, but I'll go through it really quickly. So our listeners can also have access to it. But uh, in this new book, now this is really, again, it's told from the perspective of children. There are three children, but they're from different time and places. Okay. So one is set in 15th century Constantinople. And then okay. we have a 13-year-old orphan who uh, is one of the characters. And then we have 500 years later, we have Zeno. Well, wait a minute. She's an octogenarian. So I think that means she's between 80 and 90 years old. And oh my goodness. So it's gonna, but then the third person in this part of the story, as you as I'm reading about it, is um like into the future, like on a starship. So I'm like, what? So but <laughs> I'm sure he is a master that he is ha gonna have them all somehow tied together and woven together. You know, and I and I think about wow like that because I live on a farm that's been in my husband's family since the land grants. And I've you know, there's some trails in the woods and I think who has wandered this trail in the years ahead oh. of me? And so we are all tied together through time. Yes, we are. And so I'm super, super, super looking forward that book so have you have you read I, all the light we cannot see no but i did jot down the title oh, so it's just i can wonderful. look it up okay yeah. well i also just finished another book and this is anyone i think in kentucky would appreciate that if you live in a rural commit community and it was called the homecoming of samuel lake by jenny wingfield okay and uh, this again has i don't know what it is about stories being told from the perspective of children I like, but this was mostly told from the perspective uh, of a little girl and her name. And this is kind of hokey though. Her last name is Lake. Yes. Guess what they named this child. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let you say it, but I heard you say it the other day and I totally cracked up. Her name is Swan. So her name is Swan <laughs> Lake, but, and the, uh, it is, but it is so, now, I will talk, tell you, I was a little bit upset with the author. Um, uh -oh. There's some hard things in this, especially for something like wow. this to happen to a child. So I thought, yes. now, why does she have to do that? But yeah. I just love the characters. Her mother is Willa D. Moses, and her dad is Sam, and he's a preacher. And he is a good man. He is a really good man. But uh, he's lost his job as a Methodist preacher because you know he's he's a really good preacher and he's the type of preacher that wants everybody to come to church and he'll carry in you know people who might not necessarily right. be dressed right or from the right social standings as others in his church and so he as a Methodist preacher in the book uh, I grew up in the Methodist church so I can talk freely about this is they move <laughs> your pastors around a lot and if but, someone doesn't like the way you're you know especially yeah. someone who's a big money maker doesn't like the way the preacher's preaching then you're probably going to be sent to another church the next year so he gets moved around a lot but then he doesn't get a church for a year so they end up um saying uh in arkansas and living with his in-laws so but anyway but it is it is a it is beautifully written story lots of things to laugh about i love the children in this story and uh but i will 
put a warning. It, it, there is something yeah. that's going to break your heart, but that, of course, they overcome. So, right. Well, good. Okay. So there is like a, a a little bit of a light lightning feeling at the end. Like it's, is it suppressed all the way through or do you feel oh, a little more? You love, well, there's some hard scenes in it, but at the same yeah. time, I love the strength of this family unit good between the family and how they stick together and and where they fit in the community and this is another funny thing so her mom runs a grocery store and uh then she and her husband sort of got in a spat because he wasn't working so he opened up behind in their building so there's two entrances in the back part of the building he turns into a bar and it's like during the prohibition i feel like because it's set like in the after world war ii so she's got the grocery store and he has the bar in the back and it's called, so he names it never closes because when she closes the store, he opens up his bar. Ah, so technically it never closes. It never closes. And so, but anyway. That's sort of like the Waltons. Ike Godsey always had that little pool hall yes. thing in the back. Yes, sort of <laughs> like that same. Well, put yourself yeah. in that sort of time period. And you, I think you'd have the setting for this story too, but they were in Arkansas. So it was really good. Uh, really good. Wonderful. That does sound very good. And, and you brought up that hard scene. And I think I need, before anybody does decide to check out Karen Slaughter, she, she deals with a lot of issues that women, because the one thing about Will Trent's life is there's there's this group of women around him. And every one of these women have had hardship, uh, whether it was trying to break the glass ceiling in their career or there has been assaults on them. So it, it, it deals with some pretty hard subjects and she does not hold back so if that kind of thing is something that you can't read or might trigger you or upset you she's probably not the author for you okay well great yeah I I will put that out there okay thanks for that warning because you know I don't normally like to read things that you know are hard like that and so and I have to tell you I just fast forwarded through because I was listening to the audio book so I just hit fast forward. I didn't want to hear. So I was like, no, right. no, no, no. So, and then right. dealt with the aftermath. But that was, yes. so I was, if I had been writing that, you know, I'm a writer. So if I I would have kind of said, well, that's what, or I probably wouldn't have let it that happen. But right. I moved over that. But but anyway, I will tell you a book I, I read recently that was, um a, it was Christian fiction. So you're not going to deal with any of those sort of right but it was still an exciting page turner and it was called the seeds of change by lorraine snelling and she's just a master storyteller miss lorraine has been telling stories for a long time so uh this was set out of people moving out to the west i guess after the civil war so probably 1890 sort of the time yeah for the setting and so larkspur is the main character and she kind of gets in trouble uh, has to leave town and move because she's trying to save her brother who was in a saloon gambling. And so Larkspur is very talented at cards, but she, of course she just played at home. She's a good church woman. She doesn't gamble, but right. she went in and um, ended up sort of pulled, pulled one up trying to getting her brother. She beat the, the, the card shark who was cheating. She went in and, 
and uh, took off his money, and then he was threatened to kill her. So she and her sister, she had three sisters, go out west. But Larkspur, you know, it would be very unusual for for women to be traveling around. So she right. dressed yeah. as a man. She's very tall for a woman. Ah. But she dressed as a man and started going by the name of Lark. And so they end up in Nebraska, and they had lots of adventures on the trail and people dying. But there was romance and uh, <laughs> more than one romance. So so it was good. But, I mean, but it was a night. It's a good, clean read, sweet romance. And uh, one is not going to give you nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of our... Uh, patrons we were talking about stuff you know we were reading and she was like I can't I like to read right before I go to bed <laughs> and I can't read that you know because I was talking about this new book <laughs> The Silent Wife and she's like how do you not have nightmares and, and then it made me question what kind of person am I because no I fall asleep <laughs> and I sleep just fine <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, well, but, every there's yeah. not every book is for every person, which is why right. uh, you know, if you come and see our new book book display and if there's not something there that offends you, then I probably have not done a very good job of buying books. Exactly. Because I want to buy books for yes. every person that lives in this right. community. And uh, you know, there's just there's just something for everyone here at the library, I feel like. There is. And when you brought that up, I have started my master's in library science. Yay. Yay. Good for you. And oh, it's already, it's just the first class. And I'm like, okay, just go ahead and give me my diploma. I'm done. But I was listening to a lecture by a gentleman and he's the director of an academic library. And he said that exact same thing. Every library should have something that offends everyone. Like everybody needs to be you know, because everybody is different. Everybody has different tastes and interests and that might not be yours, but yeah. So he said the same thing and, and it's true. We need everything in this library. So no matter who walks in that door, they're going to be happy. You know, I had um, someone laughing yesterday. It was a former librarian who sort of looked down his nose at my magazine display. And he says, you subscribe to the National Enquirer? And I was like, well, that's probably one of those popular checkouts between that and People Magazine. I yes. said, but you'll notice I also have Time Magazine there, too. Yes. And the Washington Post and the Smithsonian. National Geographic. And Traveler Magazine so yes. or the Southern Living. So we have lots of great things for everyone. But if you just want to read something light and have a good laugh, then you can also read the National Enquirer. And yes, because I was like, <laughs> I often wonder, because I was sitting there and I was like, whatever happened to Bat Boy? Did he grow up and have bat children? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so you know, I don't know who it, Bat Boy is, but maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, he 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 was one of those um, pop culture myth legends that there was a, a child born that was part human and part bat, oh. and he was on the front of the National Choir. The Sun one, oh, and yeah, that's so and that's when I was a kid. <laughs> well, you know what I found out when checking out, or I was shelving books the other day. There was a book on Bigfoot here in the library. Yes, and did you know there'd Story been a sighting of? Bigfoot in Allen County, Kentucky. 
Do you want to know something even more hinky? What? One of the sightings was on Bridge Hollow Road, where I lived for almost five years after my divorce. Well, did you ever see Bigfoot? No, no. Oh, my goodness. Well, that might be a topic for as we get closer to Halloween. But I'm just looking at the clock, and it looks like we're almost out of time. We're almost out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our readers today? No, just uh, we are here. We had a patron come in earlier this week, and she's like, I didn't even realize you guys were, were open again. And we're like, we have been for months. So we are here. We're ready. We're we're ready to serve the public. That's so come right. on in. Lots of great new books on the new book display. Yes. So I'm working on a book order right now. So Wonderful. if you have a special request, call in, send us an email, or just uh, yes. tell us at the circulation desk. So, well, on that thought, I guess I'll say goodbye for today. Yes. Bye, everybody. Have a great <laughs> fall break, everyone. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.